0: Thank you. This is the Get Stuff Done cast. Cast. I'm Dave, the mayor of New York City, a city that birthed movements from the flushing remonstrance and religious freedom to occupy Wall Street, has a podcast. The only person listening to it is a dog walker in Queens named Dave. If this is your first time listening, hi! You ready for some weird podcast action? I always say that I think it might help to listen from the start, and then I always say that you should do whatever you think is best for you, and now I've done that. I always add, don't listen to the Mayor's podcast, it's bad. Today, I'm talking about the 16th episode of Mayor Eric Adams' podcast, the Get Stuff Done cast, titled S1E16, Cha-Check It Out, Artist Shepard Fairey Brings a Beast of a Mural to NYC, released October 5th, 2023. I'm so close to caught up. Brief background on Shepard Ferry, since I often do my own research on the subject of the mayor's podcast, because, you know, someone should, and typically it's not the mayor. Ferry grew up in South Carolina and Idlewild, California. He attended private school for the entirety of his education. He's the son of a doctor and a realtor, went to RISD, where he created the Andre the Giant has a posse sticker and Obey Giant, which are incredibly influential works of iconography. After school, he opened a guerrilla marketing firm working for Pepsi, Hasbro, Netscape, etc. He designed album covers for the Black Eyed Peas and Smashing Pumpkins and did work for a bunch of other musicians, Hollywood films, corporations, and to be fair, lefty political movements. He designed the famous Obama Hope poster. He does a lot of donating and supporting. His aesthetic is undeniably influential to the world of pop art. He's in town to unveil a mural of the Beastie Boys that he's put up on the Lower East Side. The mayor starts by asking him the meaning of the name Obey. Ferry tells him what Wiki will tell you. It's from a movie called They Live. And by the by, if you haven't seen They Live, it truly slaps. It's, it's so good. You should, you should absolutely watch it. Ferry says his goal was to get people to think about what they obeyed and their, view their lives more analytically. The mayor says he's seen They Live and he liked it. Point to the mayor. From the time Shepard was a kid, art was therapy, helping him deal with his stresses, and he discovered it as a social tool. He lists a bunch of musicians that he liked that were conveying ideas with their music. He wanted to do that with visual art. He also found himself re- responding to graffiti, people on the margins expressing themselves without gatekeepers. What do you hope people walk away with after seeing one of your pieces, asks the mayor. Well, says Ferry, I hope they consider the power of art. His art is often about social justice, so he hopes they see the possibility of a better path forward. Inspiring words, though, dude's done an awful lot of corporate art and consumerist art, and he was born well off enough that I doubt he had to take those gigs. Powerless people are often unhappy, Ferry says, so he wants his art to be about empowerment. We need emotional nourishment as well as physical nourishment, says the mayor. Colors, sounds, he has a whole list. He says that the Obama poster was a good example of this because it used colors not typically associated with political campaigns. Red and blue. The American flag, Eric. (laughs) Ferry says he was really inspired by Obama. Got the campaign's permission to make the image, which is nice. Uh, he doesn't mention the famous image of Che that it kind of looks like. He also makes mention of being inspired by Obama's two thousand four speech when he said, "quote We're not red states or blue states; we're United States." And again, it's just kind of wild to me that Adams saw red and blue and was like, "Incredible! No one's put those two colors before together before." Anyway, Eric Adams assures us he saw a lot of shades in the poster. He lets us know. He had a lot of interpretations of it. You know, I feel like I've been listening to this interview for about a million years at this point. Ferry did a poster of Mandela in Johannesburg, Then they talk about it. They don't have a lot of interesting things to say, so I'm just going to say that they talk about it. Uh, The mayor realizes that he hasn't yet asked a a vague question about his subject's entire past, so he does that now, and Ferry gives a reasonably fair accounting of the massive number of green lights that he faced growing up the son of, as he puts it, a football captain and head cheerleader. He got into skating and punk culture and so forth. They talk about their children, and it's boring as fuck, and then they stop and end the episode. Aside from the mayor mentioning it in, t- in the intro, they don't talk about Fairy's Beastie Boys mural at all, which is weird because it's referenced in the title, of the fucking episode, and the show's show notes. Discuss it as the reason for the interview. As I often am, I'm, as- I'm left asking myself what the hell this was and what it was supposed to be and why Shepard Ferry, who absolutely does not need whatever the hell it was, agreed to do it. Even if no one is listening, it's 20 minutes of his life. He'll never get back. I'll never get it back either. I also guess I feel like I should mention, you know, graffiti. Uh, as as Shepard himself defines it in the show, was a is a social movement and artistic form of expression, often done by poor people of color in marginalized areas who often face a great deal of, like, pushback and often even brutalization from the state for doing it. Indeed, in, like, the sanitation episode a few back, they talked about, like, graffiti removal programs and stuff like that, using cameras and so forth to catch people. Now, you know... I don't have a larger point, but it is a little weird to talk about graffiti and expression and art with an enormously successful man who's white and was born rich and just kind of did it because he wanted, you know, to do something fun. And not because it was literally the only way he could express himself. There are a great many, you know, generation one, generation two and current generation graffiti artists in and around New York. I don't know that any, a lot of them would have a lot to say to the mayor. And it is, you know, also kind of important that Shepherd Ferry was willing to talk to the mayor, um, But it, I, I got to believe that some of them, the, the ones who've gone legit or, or just don't do it anymore, would, would sit for an interview with the guy. It certainly couldn't have been, you know, less interesting to hear them. Also, it probably is worth noting that he was there to promote a mural he put up about hip hop. And the Beastie Boys are undeniably great. I love them. Um, But they're three white guys. Adams, of course, is himself black. But, like, hip-hop culture and graffiti culture are pretty undeniably black, too. And it seems like everything going on here, aside from Adams himself, is white people. Well, anyway, what was the mayor doing when not interviewing Shepard? Well, from the time of the previous episode was released, September 9th, 2023, to the current one, October 5th, he did a bunch. As always, I'm leaning uh, heavily on the reporting from two excellent NYC news outlets, The City and Hellgate, and I encourage you to support them both if you can. Links to their uh, websites are in the show notes. His former buildings commissioner, Eric Ulrich, was indicted for accepting bribes from real estate developers, tow, t- tow truck companies, pizza shop owners, building permit co- consultants, just a real meaty stew of corrupt New York guys. He did them favors, got their projects approved, health code violations uh, done away with, homeless shelters shuttered that they wanted shutters, opposing tow truck operators run out of business, allegedly. Fortunately, That's the last shady person who is anywhere near Eric Adams. Adams asked for employees of the public engagement unit to volunteer to be on his on-call street team, a position that would require 24-7 availability when the mayor is at events. Typically, the PEU connects New Yorkers with benefits and city services, and this mm, seems different. A sudden, violent storm flooded a great deal of the city, dropping 10 inches of rain in 24 hours. The mayor's office gave very little in the way of warning beforehand. Adams only addressed the city for the first time at noon after the flooding had wrecked the morning commute and 150 schools that children were already in were inundated. At that address, he declared a state of emergency, but the governor had already done so at about 9.45 in the morning. At the same press conference, he he declared that schools should engage their shelter-in-place procedures, but no one actually reached out to schools to make sure that they got the message, so they, you know, more or less did not. Um, the night beforehand, he was out very late celebrating his birthday, which may have something to do with all that in a ceremony that was not on his public schedule Adams was made a Freemason for some reason and Adams announced that he'll only be taking off-topic questions at press conferences once a week good times if you like this thought it was interesting want to hear more the best way to make sure you do so is to hit subscribe on whatever podcatcher app you're using to hear my voice right now best way to let other people know about this podcast is not to rate or review it please do not rate or review it that is a waste of your time just tell a friend you know or do something that you want to do like figure out how you can make a uh, pretty good uh, tasting almost bacon from mushrooms um just saute them and uh, put some spices on them and if you want sweet bacon, you go you, you use some maple syrup as well at the end there. Um, pan's got to be real hot, though. Not too much oil. You'll figure it out. Anyway, transcripts of this show are available at stuffstuffcastcast.wixsite.com slash stuff, stuff cast, cast. transcripts. I would love to hear from you. You can email me at stuffstuffcastcast at gmail.com. My thanks as always to my good friend John Coyne for all his help. And I'll talk to you next time.